What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode number 84 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, I welcome a Chicago MC. His name is Nehemiah Heckler. I've been in contact with Nehemiah for, I believe, two years now, probably back to 2019. Oh, man, now three years. So two and a half, three years, something like that. Probably in 2019, middle of that year, we got connected. Uh, and I've just been kind of slowly following his journey. He's been putting out a lot of dope music and dope content. Uh, back in November, he just released Wovember, a brand new EP. We discussed that today. We discussed uh, him getting into hip-hop around the age of 10 when he started uh, rapping and writing songs and everything. And I loved his real detailed um, stories about his songwriting and how he gets into it, uh, how he really wants to have a huge impact on people when they hear his music. Uh, and I think that you know, artists that do that and that are very well thought out in their approach of how they write songs and approach it are really some of my favorite artists. Uh, and Nehemiah, I think, is going to be that for a lot of people very soon. He already has a very good fan base and solid foundation. Um, so I'm wishing him all the best of luck moving forward into this new year. He's got a lot of shows. He's working on an album and everything. So it's going to be great to see what he can do. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into this episode. Welcome, everyone, to episode 84 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I have a really great MC out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I believe I've been in touch with this guy for the last like, year or so, maybe even two years. Uh, he just dropped a new EP that we're going to talk about. Nehemiah Heckler is here. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Great. And like I said, man, thank you for you know coming in on such short notice to do this episode. We literally just talked last night, and now we got it going and everything, and Glad to get you on here and have you tell a little bit more about yourself and what you do. So, you know, to start out, just give a little bit of basic information. How long have you been doing music? How did you get into it? Uh, what has the journey been like up to this point for yourself? Absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I think I've been rapping. I'll take for serious was about maybe 10 years. Um, I've been doing it. Um, and uh, I've always wanted to inspire people with music. And that's, that's what got me into it. That's what um, started the whole journey, really. Mm -hmm. I wanted to encourage my high school friends. And, uh, you know, I felt like music was a really cool way to do that. Um, and I've always loved it. I've always listened to it. I've, I've been rhyming words ever since I was young. Mm -hmm. So I just figured it would make sense. Um, and that's why I continue to do it today, to inspire people to do whatever they set their mind to. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go after my goals, and hopefully people do the same. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. So how are you in like college now or like where are you at in that? No, so I didn't go to college nice. actually. Um, I went straight into the work. I went straight to work and um, um, yeah, I just didn't feel college was for me. Yeah. And you know, that's not for everybody, but yep. like I kind of knew what I wanted to do already. So I just went straight in and wanted to, um, you know, I worked, but I also, I just went straight into music head on and haven't, you know, haven't looked back since. Yeah. So um, I'm a little older now. I'm 27, so past past that, yeah. Um, you know, little age group. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely yeah. with you there because, like, the college thing didn't work out for me either. Like, I tried it for a bit, but I was just like, honestly, I feel like if I spend this time focused on what I already have in mind, I think it's going to work out a lot better for me. And like you said, if you just have a job to fund that, it's like that's honestly just the best bet if you already have something – in mind and you can take your own route with it and just kind of go from there. Uh, so it's good to right. hear that that's kind of where you're at as well, uh, with the whole music thing. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have gone to like full sale yeah. or a music industry, you know, music school like Columbia or something, but you know, um, there's not really too many places that can teach you how to rap. Yeah. Um, you know, exactly. so yeah. And I didn't want to, you know, you know, the student loans and stuff like that. Yep. You know, it's just how it goes. So. so, so have you been in Chicago your whole life? Like, have you been based out of there forever, or did you move there? Like. Yeah, so it's it's um, I've been in like suburbs of Chicago. Hmm. I feel like I got like my start, and I felt more um, like community when I started doing shows out in Chicago. Yeah. I've sold out shows in Chicago, um, but yeah, my hometown is Elgin. That's my hometown. It's about forty five minutes away from Chicago, um, but it's a lot easier to say. <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier <laughs> yeah. to say yep. Chi Town than Elgin because Elgin can be in Texas. Elgin can be in other you know areas. Um, but yeah, I've always been here, and I always want—I probably always want to be here too. Yeah. I don't see myself really moving. I want to build up my city and build up the name of Chicago as well. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to continue to continue to be here and build it up. Yeah. Do you, Do you have you always viewed it as a place of like there's plenty of opportunity? Like from the outside looking in, I'd say Chicago is a pretty good has a pretty good like art scene overall, like not just music but art in general. So like. Is there just has there always been great opportunities in the area for you, or have you looked elsewhere as yeah. well? Or yeah, yeah, there's there's plenty of opportunity um, here. Uh, whether you know you're doing, and there's a lot of people that are you know you're able to collaborate with. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, so whether you're uh, you know whether you're doing open mics or you're doing you're opening for somebody, or there's a showcase. Like there's plenty, you know, there's plenty of opportunity um, to do something. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, just the big, big city feel, um, you're able to do, you're able to do so much more than if you were in the smaller, um, smaller city. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you just released this EP, the Wovember, uh, EP. So I'm curious to know, you know, how did that whole thing come together? Uh, what was kind of the inspiration behind putting together those tracks for the project? Yeah, so uh, Wovember is just a play on words because uh, I have a whole uh, a movement called the Wo Movement, and it's about doing what what you say your mind to, and leaving people with that Wo feeling, that like amazing feeling, mm. you know. And so that's what I wanted to do with these with these um, songs. Um, I wanted to create some songs that, like, I have a song called "Too Good to Forget." Like, I wanted to make that type of like you know statement, that type of feel. Um, so I have a song called Too Good to Forget. I have a song called Beautiful Feeling um, that are just that are just pretty much those songs that like you can listen to when you need, you know, that extra push, you know, or, um, you know, you need something to vibe well, well with. And um, so, yeah, that's why it's called November. It's just it's leaving people with those feelings. And then I also have a song called Hold It All Together um, off the project, which is telling my story about how I've overcome um and, you know, anxiety and depression and, and suicidal thoughts. Um, and to know that, like, when you feel like giving up, when you feel you can't do it anymore, uh, to hold it all together yeah. um, and everything will be okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a, I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. every making of a song with it. So, yeah. So for, the, for songs like that, are you more like just kind of freestyling these songs to yourself and then just kind of going in and laying them down? Or are you someone that writes pretty much in detail like how you're going to structure these songs out. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, for this project, every song was, I, I was just at the studio um, and made it there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't write it on like my own time and then go to the studio. 
Um, yeah, every single song on this project was was just like a two hour, three hour session. Um, yeah, start to finish. Probably, it didn't really take too long with the five songs that are on it. It probably took maybe six hours yeah. in total. So I think a lot of my music is just whatever I'm feeling. Like you normally get whatever I put out. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, if, yeah. there's not too many songs that don't make the cut. Like whenever I put a song out or I'm making a song, like it norm- you normally see it because it's how I feel. Yeah. So I want people to know that. That's good though, because like I feel like a lot of people they make a lot of songs and they're just afraid to put them out. You know what I mean? Because they're afraid that either someone's not gonna like it or they're not as 100% confident in it at the time. But it sounds like you like you put in the time to make sure you're confident in it, and then when you put it out, you're like. Even if people don't like it, I'm confident in this song. You know what I mean? Like this is absolutely. the truth. This is my truth and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because it's how I feel. It's yeah. not about how anybody else yeah, feels. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> you know, I didn't make, I didn't make hold it all. Like even in the first line, I say in hold it all together. I don't make songs for critics or your analytics. Um, like I make songs that like I enjoy. I make songs that like bring me back to a point in life where. I felt like giving up or I felt great or I felt, you know, it's how I felt. Yeah. So, um, like critics are going to, critics are going to talk about your, your worst songs and your best songs. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to make music, music so subjective that you're not going to make songs that everybody likes. Yeah. So as long as you like it, I think you should be putting it out. Yeah, exactly. I think that's always the way to do it. Um, so you mentioned, you know, going to studios and everything. Are you always, uh, recording in studios and doing that type of thing or are you can you do it at your house as well like do you hook up the laptop yeah. and just kind of lay ideas down as well there yeah and kind of maybe go absolutely. to the studio and do that absolutely when you said yeah like when you said studio uh, or when i said studio um like it's it's hardly ever a big time studio yeah. um if if ever like big time studios like sometimes i can't even, we can't even find the aux cord when we go <laughs> um and a lot of you know, since I'm doing rap and I'm not bringing in like a big band or anything, you don't you only you don't need that much. Yeah. Like, like computers are so like the software and computers are so advanced right now that you, you know, you can do so much just from your home. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So I went over to my buddy's house, um, um, who lives just like I don't know two or three minutes away from my house, and um, and then two of the other songs I recorded at like my buddy's studio, but again there it's you know, it's a booth and it's a laptop and mm-hmm. it's a, you know, it's yeah. not, we don't have the fancy boards. Yeah. Like you don't need that in, in, yep. in what I'm doing. So, um, but yeah, I think that's so cool. I think that's the cool thing about music is that, you know, even Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish just records in her bedroom. Yep. <laughs> like you can do so much with so little now, you know what I mean? Like back in the day, right. like I think people are still in the mindset, like they see the big studios and everything. It's like, a lot of people, even if they're in the big studios, they're not using the old equipment. They're just plugging in the laptop and just setting it on top of the freaking mixing board. You know what I mean? So right. it's it's definitely like a different era and everything. But it's definitely a blessing to be able to do a lot with a little because you don't, like you said, you really don't need more than just like a mic, a laptop, maybe an interface, and just your, your creative mind. You know what I mean? Like you just go from there and just see what you can do, see what you can create every day. Uh, just start right. kind of dictating your own path pretty much. I think that's where it starts. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah. definitely that's definitely great stuff. 
Um, have you ever thought of producing? I'm kind of curious about that. Like, have you ever thought of like dabbling in like making your own stuff or making stuff for other people? Have you ever even like put thought to that or you're kind of just sticking to raps for now? Yeah. I just, I love songwriting. Like I love, I just love it so much. Um, so like, that's where I want to like stay. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe at some point I'll produce. Um, but like, I don't know. It's, I think it's like asking somebody to like take away something that they love so much and do so well, yeah. and then being like, "Hey, you should also, you know, you know, maybe you should try to do this." Yep. Um, so I'll probably stick to songwriting and everything and performing and being the artist, and then maybe you know, maybe one day I'll dabble into production. Yeah. But I want to, I want to continue to write songs. Yeah. I think that's my favorite part. I feel like when you split like the attention span, it's almost like you're trying to be perfect at both and you end up being perfect at none of them. So it's like, it's almost a good <laughs> right. thing to kind of just focus on one or the other, at least for the time being to be like, I'm going to get like really, really good at this. And then like, for me, for that's sure. how I am with producing. Like I have, I still have people are like, have you ever tried like songwriting or anything? I'm like, I could write like an essay of something, but I can't like rhyme words or like put words together to make like a song. So I'm like, no, right. that's really not like what I'm good at. So I should, I'm really just going to focus on this and just get really good at this, become a perfectionist sure. hopefully one day or really good. And then maybe, you know, if you ever get bored, just be like, man, maybe I'll try that. Like maybe, but I feel like you become a master of your craft when you're laser focused on at least one or maybe two things but usually just one main thing so but that's just how i how i've always looked at it um pretty pretty interesting stuff though uh for sure yeah so yeah and i have good producers like i have yeah like mazanali and um, zach kranz produced my last project um and they're just they're they're incredible so it's good too Uh, to have ears in on the process because it's like if you're doing the whole thing yourself you know i mean it i don't know if it's like if it gets stale to you like when you hear it like maybe you've heard it so much and then you don't get that outside opinion i feel like when i make music with other people you get that second hand in there to be like maybe, maybe we should change this maybe we should adjust this part or like maybe you should rap at this part and I feel like the product always comes out better, you know, right. I mean, at the end of it all. So for sure, yeah, it's always good to have another year. Yeah, exactly. Um, a couple, and I have a couple years, and people that won't just say it's good. Yeah, you know, some people that are going to put people that are going to push you, mm. um, you know, to be the best artist you can be. I think that always helps. Yeah, no doubt. So, so I know you're on like Instagram and everything. I don't know how much you're on like social media at, you know, for being an artist and everything. Cause I know obviously in today's world, we have to push ourselves out to people and kind of promote our music and everything. How do you as an artist uh, maintain, you know, social media with the rest of what you do in music? Like how do you incorporate it in uh, your brand and your movement and everything? Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah, you're just, there's so much to do as an artist, you know, right? And that's, and that's one of the things that you have to keep up, especially since, you know, if you ever want to get signed, um, you know, to a label or anything, like, that's the first thing they're checking right now, mm-hmm. is, like, how your social media is, like, what's your following like? And, you know, for me, you know, it's not about, like, the likes, it's not about the um, the comments or the shares, it's, it's about, like, how, how, are my, how are my fans, like, feeling? Mm-hmm. Um like are they sharing the story are they 
are they DMing me saying like my song, your song changed my life, like, mm-hmm. um, like, or this was super encouraging. Like that's what I like like using social media uh, for, just to see get that feedback yeah. of like, hey, your song like meant a lot to me. Like you doing what you're doing, um, you know, because I'd rather have like a hundred super fans um, that like care than having like a hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, social media followers mm-hmm. and half of them are bots and yep. half of them um don't even know i make music yeah. or you know what i'm saying so like give me give me like some solid fans some solid engagement um with my true like friends and family and, yeah. fr- and fans and and um yeah i'll take that any day yeah exactly because that because that's the thing it's like social media was really designed for that purpose i think it kind of got like infiltrated by the bots and by these like scammers and everything and it, like they kind of ruined the idea of it and a lot of like drama happens on there and everything but it's like if you use the tool for what it's supposed to be used for it can be pretty effective for you and i feel like yeah as an artist like if you get just a few fans that will eventually spread into more fans and it's real people right. actually being able to see what you're doing and what you're putting out there. And like you said, you get that feedback. You're like, okay, this is working. Like it's proof that what you're doing, like all the hard work is paying off. You know what I mean? For it's sure. Like, it's kind of like the equivalent to like, I get, you know, back in the day before social media, it was only word of mouth. You know what I mean? Like you would have to go For out sure. and kind of just go to local areas and everything, which obviously is still a big part, but now it's like you can get a lot of traction just from the social media aspect alone so you can see in real time like people interacting with what you're doing and everything and saying that they're a fan and you see all the results coming in so i think it's just one of those things where you really got to use it for the right purpose um because a lot of people they just don't use it for anything constructive or to build anything uh but i definitely agree with everything you said about the approach for sure yeah so. Yeah, I think, I mean, because you, like, right, like, if you had, I don't know, if you had $100, like, there's sites that can get you 5,000 followers or 10,000 followers yeah. or whatever. But, like, then what happens when you go to a show and no one's there? Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, it, doesn't equate, or, it doesn't equate to anything real. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, like, Instagram, like, Instagram followers doesn't get me, like, paid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> No one's paying me for the amount of Instagram followers yeah. I have. Like they're playing, you know. Um, but I think I think you just like I said, it's just all about the engagement for me. It's all about having like real people to follow. Yeah. Um, and not get too caught up in the numbers of like how many people like or how many people comment. Because if you do that, you start comparing yourself to other people yep. on Instagram or you know social media in general. Like that can lead to a lot of like trauma and and anxiety so tell people not to do that and just focus on yourself yeah it really makes you wonder like 50 years from now like we already know something's gonna change in how we're you know how the world works and everything so right now it's social media that's the biggest thing so it's like what will be next you know what i mean like how will it probably won't be this nine times out of ten it's not gonna be where we're at now so it makes you wonder like what's it gonna be be, yeah i feel like I almost feel like what's next is like that that virtual world. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, because we you saw know, like, like Meta is becoming a thing now, and they're trying to do a lot of things with VR and different sides of that. So. Right. You know. Right. 
Yeah, like what Travis Scott had the Fortnite concert, yeah, concert or whatever. Yeah, yep. I think I think someone so, else did that too. They had like a I don't know if it was Fortnite, but they did something in like a VR space where they had like tickets and everything, and then you could be in the you could be like see a stage or something. But yeah, right. I think it's definitely gonna move more toward that, and I think like the pandemic kind of progressed all that forward even more. Like I think it. I think you wouldn't have seen that stuff for another like five or six years, but because of like everyone being locked away in their houses and stuff, it's like that kind of got pushed to the forefront even more. So it's like here now. So it'll be interesting to see like where that goes or if it takes off like they think it's going to, but yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like, you know, I'm I'm thinking like, even if I was to do a, I was going to go to a recording studio or something like you can like virtually like zoom, like be in there with, you know, me or whoever. Like, I feel like that's maybe not like in our lifetime, but that's definitely coming at some point. (laughs) Cause like, like I said, like the way I've used social media, like I'm looking at it from like my perspective as an artist or like within music. So I'm like, I wonder how that's going to work for like where we're at, like what we do, but it'll be, it'll be, very interesting to see how it plays out in the next few years um so you know you've been you've been heavily rooted in music then for a long time um so i'm curious like when you were when you were coming up maybe even now who are you really listening to a lot that you are heavily influenced by like who are some of your favorite artists now or even back when you were a kid that really made you want to uh start rapping and doing music yeah, for sure. Um, I would say like J. Cole, Kendrick, like those are, um, those are two that I like really, like I am inspired by. Um, they always, they always are telling a story. They're always, um, you know, very, they know what's going on around them. They're speaking into, into certain things. Um, so those are two that I definitely, um, I pretty much, I mean, I would say I kind of grew up on them, like, early, yep. early on, but definitely now, like, as they're, you know, two of the top in the game, you know, depending on who you ask, yeah. so, you know, definitely them, Kanye West, um, you know, is huge, obviously, um, just anybody that has something to say, I think those are the people that I listen to the most. Yeah. The real heavy hitters, honestly, like, that's, like, three of the biggest in the world. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, Logic too. Logic was big. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, pretty much people that, that everyone, you know, a lot of people will look up to. Yeah. Um, that's like kind of how I get my sound and, um, you know, want to speak into the topics like they're, they are as well. So every time, that's someone, who I'm studying. every time someone says Kendrick on this show now, I got to ask, when do you think the album's coming out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's coming at uh, like in the beginning of the new year. I think. I hope so. Like, I, I think I it's going to be like January first. Like, because like he's back performing now. Like I saw he did that. I forget what festival that was a few weeks ago. Everyone was yeah, talking in about Vegas, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, I think it was the day in Vegas thing, and he did like a set there for that. Um, so I think it's I think it's coming in the next few months. I I don't know if it'll be a surprise drop. Because I think a lot of people are thinking that, but I don't. I think he might like announce like a couple weeks or like a week beforehand, and then like just give. I'm just curious how many songs it's gonna be, but. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 
you got me going now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just that, um, you know, he was gone for two years. Like, he almost, like, fell off the face. Like, yeah. he didn't have a phone for a year or so, um, you know, he, he was saying. Um, so I don't think he would be performing, you know, just for the heck of it. Like, yeah. I think he's going to be performing to release to, you know, get back into that flow so then he can release it and then go back on out on tour. Yeah. His voice is needed. I wish we had it during the pandemic. Yeah, he was – because I honestly thought he was coming back around that time because I remember he did, like, the PG Lang announcement, and then that never mm-hmm. even, like, took off. And then the pandemic happened. So I'm kind of curious what all was going down behind the scenes, like, around that right. time. But, I, yeah, I definitely think that 2022 will be a full-on Kendrick year. For sure, like people are gonna notice oh, no regardless. Doubt. So, um, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Out of all the people you've worked with so far, like the producers you mentioned and some of the collaborators you've already done songs with, who do you think is like someone that you have a lot of chemistry with? Maybe someone that you would want to work with again, or that you already are working with again. Oh, that's it. Yeah, um, I think my. My producers I'm working with now um, are just are so good. Um, like I said, Mezzan, Zach, Groovebox, like they're all good, and they all oh, in Walls too. He produced my whole Eon album. Um, like those four, they all do something different, <laughs> but they all like are very good with like what I want to convey and the story that I want to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally all of them. So. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of sticking with those those four right, right at this point. Um, but yeah, I'm always you know I I, I always didn't work with them either. <laughs> so somebody else can bring something to the table um, that also would fit a need that I would have too. So I never I never just close the door. Yeah. Um, I'm always just like if you have a sound um, a sound that you you know you made and you have a vision that matches my vision, like let's work together. That's how I. Yeah. That's how I feel. So you always keep it's not an, a closed door. Yeah, you always keep an open ear, pretty much. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. And then yep. there's new, like there's new people coming up. You know, there's people I haven't worked with yet. Um, so yeah, like like I said, if, if I like the sound and I like the vibe, then I'm going on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so, so crazy to think that like, uh, me myself, because I've been doing it like five years now. I always think about the amount of people that have started since then. And I'm like, damn, like it's been five years, but there's been so many more people that started music after I did that are coming up now. So it's like, even from back then, there's 10 times the amount of people. And I view that as like 10 times the amount of opportunity, you know, to collab with people and kind of connect with different people and just keep it moving. So I think it's awesome. Yeah. But no, no doubt. Great stuff. So, you know, we met, we mentioned like the pandemic and everything, and obviously we're already pushing almost two years since that started, which is wild to think about. Um, so for you, how do you think you've gotten through like the last like, year and a half of life in general? Obviously, you know, you got your music career, but you also have a lot of other things in your life probably going on. Like how has this whole thing played out for you? Have you grown from this whole experience or have you faced yeah, any hardships? No, I- like how's it been? Yeah, no, I, it's it's been a hard two years. Um, just you know, for me specifically, um, that's why I made this song "Hold It All Together," like because of it. Um, but yeah, trying to raise you know a 
two-year-old. Like, I raised a kid through a pandemic, mm. and, um, like, that was hard. Um, you know, I, I lost it. I didn't lose a job, but just I quit a job just because it was too much, um, like, too much work, and it was, you know, weighing on my mind. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, like, you know, not having jobs, not, not – um, having, you know, trying to get all these pennies together to pay bills, you know what I'm saying? Um, trying to raise a family, trying to be a better husband. Like those are all things that I had to, um, you know, learn, um, and balance that with a music career. (laughs) Like that's already hard enough, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, you can't do shows, you can't do all the things that you were so accustomed to doing. So I think, I think it made me stronger. Um, those hardships made me stronger, so I'm definitely appreciative. Um, but yeah, it was definitely it's been it's definitely been tough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting in like 20 years when we look back on it. Like we'll be like, man, we made it through that time. You know what I mean? Like it was for sure definitely something that not a lot of people have ever lived through to begin with. Um, but I definitely love, like, every time I ask that question, a lot of people are just like, we just find a way, you know what I mean? Like, you just find a way to push through uh, no matter what's going on and everything. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, you've been able to come through and still be making music and still be doing it and everything and being creative uh, through all that. And, you know, I'm glad to see that uh, it's still, you know, progressing for you and everything and where it, where it's at. So uh congrats on on all of that for sure yeah no i appreciate that man and and like you said i think in, in like a couple in you know 20 years you know we will look back on it and be like we survived it yeah. um and um yeah i mean it's a tough year for everybody like you you know that um people are going through the same things kind of you're going through mm-hmm. um so hopefully it does it does make us stronger um yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can uh, push through this all together. Yeah. So, you know, you just mentioned like doing songs that have a good like impact and meaning on people uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. So, have you ever thought about what your overall lasting impact is going to be as an artist? Like, when you, someone hears one of your songs or like your EP or something, what do you think you want them to take away from that at the end of the day? Yeah, that they can that they can go after their dreams and that they shouldn't give up on theirs and they shouldn't like give up on life because mm-hmm. um, it's there's so much beauty in it. Um, those are like my like I want my songs to like be the difference between somebody like not committing suicide and committing like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like you know not doing that um, you know going to get help um, for mental illness um, you know like those type of those type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to have an impact that, um, just my community remembers as like, he believed in me or, um, he believed in the community. He believed in, in positivity. Like those are the things that I want when you listen to a Nehemiah song, what I want to convey. Mm-hmm. So there'll be, you know, of course there's songs that are like fine and like turn up and like, you know, Brett, you know, just give some good bars or whatever, yeah. but you know, majority of it is, is always going back to inspiring people to do whatever they set their minds to. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. So like we said, just dropped an EP. What do you think your next move is music wise? You got any singles lined up for 2022? You got an album maybe in the works? Like what can we expect yeah. next from you? Yep. Yeah, the album's in the works. Um, 
yeah, probably just a, another another album would be the seventh my seventh project. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the next push. I'm just getting more comfortable and I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe at just making songs and creating like my brand and everything. So um, I definitely want to keep that going. So probably just another another album. Do you have any tentative release for it yet? I do not. Hey, that's a, I, I see you trying to pull it out of me. <laughs> I was um, like, maybe a season, no. maybe like a month, maybe. But no, you gotta, you gotta surprise it. You know what I mean? You gotta keep it under wraps for now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it won't be too far. It won't be too far. I can like, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, even this November wasn't really gonna come out. Um, but I just had five songs that I wanted to put out. Mm-hmm. So literally, I could drop. I could drop an album in February, like just in just starting now. Yeah. Um, but normally it's just, man, if, if I'm just feeling a song and I made a song and I want it out, like it's just, it's going to be out next week. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not really big on like, you know, this specific date or it has to be yeah. done by this date. It, it's more of a feel for me. Like if something happens in the news um, or if there's like injustice, like that song's out tomorrow, mm. you know, like it's just, however, if I feel like I need to speak to something, that's how I'm going to speak to it. Yeah. It's better than, I think it's better to do that than just like tweet out a lot yeah. <laughs> or Instagram out a lot. Like I put the songs out that last forever. Yeah. And you can channel that emotion in that way, you know what I mean? As opposed to just doing that. It's like, through, for you, it's songs. So you just go in and write the song and then put it out and just see what right. happens. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. So you mentioned about, you know, doing like how you couldn't do live shows and everything. Are you trying to get back into that now that things are opening back up? <laughs> Have you done any shows? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've already done, sold out a show just in my hometown. Um, what, that was last that was in October. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I have a couple of shows lined up for, for, um, 2022 already, but yeah, I love, I love shows. So being able to perform is a huge thing for me because people can actually like see what, how, um, see the emotion, mm-hmm. you know, they can see like what I'm going through. I can tell them the backstory and everything. So I'm very excited, to, um, you know, to, to go out there and do more. Yeah. It'll be good to get out there and do all the new songs from the new album, too, when it comes out. That way you can kind of push that even more. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even at my at my um, show, I did four unreleased songs. Because normally, like, when you're doing songs at shows, it's mostly unreleased anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> for people. Because yeah. people haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Or people are just starting to find out about you. So a lot of your songs are unreleased. So you might as well just keep doing on you know yep. majority of your unreleased songs. I feel like that's a better way to get fans too, is like they if they're getting exposed to you in person, they're like they have a better connection to you already. You know what I mean? Right. So, so right. I, it's almost a more unique experience than just always finding people on like Instagram or something. Or hearing the song. No, absolutely. But yeah. So that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh glad you got that whole thing back going for you. Um, so yeah. we're down to the last few questions here. These are three questions I ask everybody, every single guest every week. Um, so if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you would do? Well, okay. So I was, I'd be 17. Um, oh, wow. I 
don't think I, to be honest, bro, I don't think I would change anything. Mm. Because everything I made, all those decisions I made at 17 are the reason, like, that's like what I said. Um, that's when I started rapping like, mm. and taking it seriously. That's like when I decided not to go to college because I wanted to make music. Yeah. Like, that's when I found my, that's when I started dating my wife. <laughs> Literally, every, a lot of things happened at 17 that I would not change. So, um, not, I wouldn't say anything. Yeah. Just keep, keep going. Believe in, believe in yourself. I guess that's what I would say. So, 10 years from now, then, where do you think you envision yourself in your life and your career? Oh, uh, 10 years. Um, just happy. Like, doing music full-time, not doing music. And only doing music full-time. Mm-hmm. Like, and help out, helping out my community um, even more so than what I'm doing now. Like, being a, a figure in my community, somebody that, like, you want to go to when there's, like, some big things going down or, like, getting input on should we do this or should we do that. Um, from a community standpoint, and then you know, just being able to do my music still like that's those are those are two of the big things, and you know, just being a better, better husband, um, better father like mm-hmm. those are those are the things I want to do in ten years. Love it, man. So, do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Uh, just believe in yourself. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Love it, man. Well, Nehemiah, that's all I have for you today. Like I said, appreciate you coming on here, uh, giving some of your story on the platform, supporting you know what I've been doing and everything. I'm going to keep supporting you, man. Uh, looking forward appreciate to the that. new album and everything you got going. Keep it up, bro. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. That was episode 84. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.